Kedushin per Gimel Mishnaches 3.8. In the last Mishnah we said that the father would have been believed to say that his daughter had been married off to somebody. And now that opens a potential can of worms because that would put the daughter in a very bad position. Her life essentially is, I'll, quote it, I'll call it, quote-unquote, messed up because now she can't marry anybody else until she resolves the issue of her being allegedly married to somebody else. And there the father has ne'emanus, meaning he is believed in a court to the point that he can mess her up. Now, in general, a person doesn't have ne'emanus to mess people up. In other words, I can't just, um, you know, walk into bed and say, your wife was originally married to me and I never divorced her and she's an Aishasish. Let us kick me out. There's no, I have no, no ne'emanus. There's no, my words carry no weight to mess um, you or your wife up. So, the basic innovation of our Mishnah here is that although it's true that one person, even a father, normally wouldn't have the ability to quote-unquote mess up another person, even his daughter, um, when it comes to his testimony regarding his daughter while she's a katana or even a nara, with respect to her being married or even being uh, divorced, where he could marry her off, or he could accept you know, the get that would undo, you know, first he took money, and then he took a get to undo that. Um, he is believed, based on Pesukim, he is believed um, in as far as those two matters are concerned, even though those would potentially mess her up, meaning if she is already Mukudeshas, she can't marry somebody else, and if she's Mukudeshas and then divorced, she couldn't marry a Kohen afterwards, and that kind of thing. But that's all, that's the full scope of the father's ability to mess up his daughter. And from there, the mission will go on to other kind of similar related uh, uh, topics. So here the mission says, if a man says regarding his daughter, I already married her off. And he says it while she's a katana. So she, we're talking about a girl who's a minor, or even a nara for that matter. Um, but she's still in her like less than 12 and a half. Or if he says, Kidashtia, he says, not only did I marry her off, but then Vigerashtia. Then also I facilitated her divorce by receiving a get on her behalf. So now she's actually a free agent to marry whomever she wants, but she's a divorcee, so she can't marry a Cohen. So if he says it, Kashihi Katana, if he says this while she's still a minor, and the truth is, although it says Katana, it'd be true for a Nara as well, those six months after she's become a Katana, so up to year 12 and a half, basically. Varehi Katana, as long as he's claiming both that it happened while she was a Katana, because he could do that, he has the authority to marry her off and get her divorced while she's a minor, and she still is a Katana, then Ne'eman, so then the father will be believed meaning she's restricted based on his testimony. But that's as far as it goes. So, for example, if he claims, he says, listen, when she was younger, I married her off and then accepted a get on her behalf. But now, while he's giving us this testimony, she already is saying, well, that was, he's alleging it happened in the past, but now she's, let's say, 13 years old. She's a Bulgaris. So he now he hasn't got the believability anymore, the Naamanus, to to mess her up. And therefore, Eno Naaman, he's simply not believed. So in other words, she was walking into the bed at the age of 13, wanted to marry this Cohen. He says, no, she can't marry a Cohen because I married her off and got accepted again on her behalf when she was younger. The father has no Naamanus. He's kicked out of court and she can marry whoever she wants. Similarly, if the father claims Nishbase, Uf Disiha, she was um, captured, like kidnapped as a child, but I ransomed her. Now, the implications of that are that when it comes to um, a Kohen marrying someone, a Kohen is not allowed to marry um, someone who has a lachic status of being a Zona. A Zona is someone who, amongst other things, who slept with someone who she wasn't allowed to sleep with, including a non-Jew. So there's a basic rabbinic assumption 
any girl that's ever kidnapped, um, we have to be, by non-Jews, we have to be afraid that the non-Jews slept with her. And that being the case, we have to treat her as forbidden to marry a Kohen. So the father, by saying she was kidnapped as a child and I redeemed her, he's basically saying, and therefore she's ineligible to marry a Kohen. So says the Mishnah, It doesn't matter if the girl now is still a minor. Or if she's, certainly if she's really, you know, grown up, she's past, she's a Bulgarian, she's 12 and a half or older, the father's not believed. Because the father, like any other Jew, can't mess up his fellow Jew. The only unique situation is the father's testimony regarding his marrying off or accepting again on behalf of his daughter. Well, she's a minor, that's because of Sukkim, but everything else, not. So therefore he's not believed, and the girl could marry could marry the Kohen, no problem. Similarly, it's like a new case altogether, but it's a similar kind of idea that you can't mess up somebody else um, by testi- by testimony, but you by testimony your testimony as a single person. But sometimes you are going to be believed. So it says Misha Amar Bishas Misaso. This guy in his deathbed, and the truth is, the deathbed part of it is not relevant. Sometimes in Mishnayos there are rabbinic leniencies that apply to people on their deathbeds, but that's not the case here. This is just. It's typical that a person would reveal his deep, dark secrets at the last moments. Um, but this would be true anytime, death, better, otherwise. And he says, Yesh Vanim. He says, you don't know it, but you should know that I have children from a previous relationship and my distant past. So now this man is married. Up until this very moment before his great revelation, um, we thought that he had no brothers and had no children. So although having no children would make him elig- her his wife Full to Yibum, he has no brothers as far as we know, and therefore she, she, uh, you know, she wouldn't fall to Yibum anyways. But he's saying, just FYI, I have children, which would mean even if later on it's discovered that he had brothers, since he claimed he had children, he will be believed regarding himself to free her so she won't uh, need to do Yibum uh, with the brothers. Now, that's the Pshat in our Mishnah. The truth is, uh, in Bava Basra, there's another Mishnah, in Perkhes Mishnah Vav, which says that even if we knew he had brothers, and she was going to be falling to Yibum, and he says on this deathbed, you know what, I have sons from a different relationship, therefore you're free, no need to worry about Yibum with my brothers, he would still be believed. The reason why is he still believed, although not the Pshat in our Mishnah specifically, but it's true, um, based on that Mishnah over there in Bava Basra, is because he has what's called a Migo, Migo means believe this claim that I'm making because I could have done it in a better way. So what's happening over here is he's claiming he has children. If he was, if his only agenda was just essentially to save his wife from falling to uh, Yibam with his brother, he could have easily just divorced her and then not have to lie. Why would he lie if he could just divorce her? Therefore, he's believed and uh, therefore she doesn't fall to Yibam. But if he says, Yeshli Achim, on his deathbed he says he has no children. He says to the people around him, including his wife, oh, you should know that you thought I had no brothers, and therefore you thought you weren't going to fall to Yibam, but you know what? I do have brothers, and therefore you are falling to Yibam, meaning effectively the husband is messing up his wife. Eino Ne'eman, he doesn't have the Ne'emanus, the believability in court, to mess her up. Because we don't know about these brothers, so therefore we don't have to believe him, and therefore she's free to marry whomever she wants after he dies. The last case, the Mishnah is like a new point here um, altogether. Uh, back to Suffolk, to Sveikos. So what happens is, um, the Mishnah just says, has bitostam. A man marries off his daughter, but he does without specifying 
which daughter? So the case is a rather strange one. A fellow walks into town. He says to this man, do you have a daughter? He says, yes. He says, okay, well, uh, here's, here's, here's a pruta. I want to marry her. And, he's, and he accepts it, you know, accept the pruta in exchange for marrying off the daughter to this man. But now it turns out that this fellow has, the, the father has two daughters, both of whom are um, katanos or even naros, and therefore he was authorized to marry them, each one of them off, but certainly not both of them off to the same man. So now we don't know, so to speak, whom he meant, whom he intended, who's married, who's not married, and therefore those girls are both entering into Suffolk, um, where none can get married till they each get a get from this this mystery man. Um, the reason why both need to get in, there's no other possibility, is because there's a Suffolk if he was married to her sister, and once, assuming that's true, even a get wouldn't solve the problem. You can't marry your sister's divorcee, you know, the, the husband, her, her, ex, her ex-husband. You can't do that. And therefore, all these kids would be stuck until they get gets in from this guy because the father was silly. But, says the Mishnah, the girls in the family who are older than 12 and a half, they're bogros, each one's a bogeris, so those older girls are not in the mix, meaning they're not included in the suffolk. So that means if he had three daughters, and the third daughter was 14, she has nothing to worry about, she can still marry whomever she wants, there's no suffolk that he married her off. Now, the Gemara asks, well, yes, of course, a father's not able to accept money on behalf of his 14-year-old daughter, so why in the world would we think that there's any suffolk applying to her? And the Gemara answers, well, the point is that even if she had appointed her father, the 14-year-old had appointed her father to be her shaliach, to find her a husband, even so, um, in this scenario, we don't assume that the father intended to include this girl as well, uh, the 14-year-old girl, because we assume he has a mitzvah to marry off his children first, and therefore he would mean the, the children and not and not the older girl.